Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. So I basically forced myself to use what we already have in the house in order to reorganize the pantry. And I was so surprised with truly how far I got. So I went down to our basement where we just have like some extra containers. And we had a surprisingly amount of like clear acrylic containers and organizing things. And so I was able to like reorganize the two areas that we use for pantries without buying a single new thing. And I felt really good about that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. One of our projects that we haven't started, but we did the initial bit for it. Jared's grandfather used to be a woodworker. And so he's since passed, but his wood shop is still in his grandmother's basement. So we went and got scrap wood to do the project, but we're going to turn our laundry chute that is currently like a hole in the wall. And then like, it's a cabinet that like clothes would normally just fall into We're going to fill the cabinet with shelves and make it pantry overflow. It just hasn't happened yet, but I'm excited to have pantry overflow because it's... Yeah, our pantry overflows in the basement. (laughs) When we go to Costco, it's like, here's all the extra stuff. But yeah, one day my dream will be turning our laundry room into a butler's pantry and moving our laundry to our bedroom. Well, my dream is like knocking down walls and reorganizing a third of my first floor, but Mm -hmm. we'll see. That's a bigger project. That's a bigger thing. (laughs) It is a bigger project. I'm I'm pretty sure my husband at this point is convinced we'll just sell the house and try again before he does that. (laughs) That's what Brian keeps saying too. He's just like, you say you want to do all these things, but I just feel like maybe we just move instead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we'll see. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. But similarly to, you know, trying to have a chill break and not overdo it, but also accidentally reorganizing 17 things. I kind of feel like that's how this year might end up for us. Yeah. Like, you know, anytime we have a big growth year, the year that follows is always so interesting to me. It's a lot of working on the business and less working in the business to like, get the systems back in place and operations caught up and all of the things. And I feel like some of it we had to really work out while we were actively growing, which was just hard. Like, you know, getting all the systems in place, like team culture wise and like making sure our team was all on the same page. We were actively doing that while hiring seven employees. (laughs) (laughs) That was not a small job. And in a lot of ways, 
most of our current offers have really solid systems, but there's so much I want to do, but like at a much slower quip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you sent me a text over break and I just ignored it because I couldn't process it. <laughs> but we had decided in late fall, early winter, when we were kind of planning and talking about 2023 and what are we going to be doing? And we decided it's going to intentionally be a maintenance year. And side note, I know we've talked about this kind of a little bit on the show, but it is actually really helpful for you to intentionally decide and like say out loud whether you're like in a green, yellow or red year, in my opinion, because we've deliberately been in like a red year, a yellow year, a green year. We've all done those, meaning like stop, do the bare minimum, yellow, maintain, green being scale it big, go, go big or go home kind of thing. And to me feels better, no matter which method you choose, which way you're going to go tackle that year it feels better to remind yourself that you intentionally chose this as you're making decisions throughout the year. Because sometimes like you do and don't want to do certain things, but if they aren't in alignment for the type of year that you intentionally set out to have, then it's a no, or you need to restructure it in a different way. And so we intentionally decided 2023 was going to be like a yellow year for us, maintain not restructure, but like solidify the foundation and solidify the systems and the culture and the team and like really just continue. We always talk about it, how like building up a really strong foundation and ours is very strong, but like making it even stronger and like just having an actual sustainable business. And you text me over the break, it said something like, you know, LOL to us deciding it's a maintenance year when we've also decided to like launch something new. And what that will probably mean for us is still growth and a new service and new systems and probably hiring. And what are we doing? (laughs) Yeah, it's three notches down. So Uh like, it still feels way more doable, you know, and part of it is recognizing what we call these things, because I do think it's helpful to think about it in this red, yellow, green situation or green, yellow, red, however you want to look at it, because slowing all the way down is very different Mm -hmm. than what we're talking about. Yeah. And we've done all of the above at various points in our business. Mm -hmm. And I know what each of them mean. And I, I have like financial records to prove What does it mean to be in a yellow year and one that's really focused on creating more sustainability? And for us, that primarily means having less new revenue and more reoccurring revenue. Mm -hmm. Like that is a lot of what we're talking about. It's not necessarily growing the overall revenue number. It's just shifting the percentage that's new business to reoccurring business. Mm -hmm. And And any year we've done that, the business has grown more on accident. And so I wanted to, the reason I texted you is that I wanted to acknowledge up front that like, we've never had to communicate to our team what this looks like before. True. And so I think we need to be more clear on this still means growth, just slower growth, more intentional growth, more growth around long-term projects, working with clients over a longer period of time. And like, how do we go into 
making sure our team is aware of what we mean by all this, even if you and I could telepathically not communicate for the next six months and still make decisions. And still achieve the things that we... (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, we we will have to address the room, so to speak, Uh and make sure they know what we mean. Because I could see... And this is just, I'm not saying any one of our team members thinks this, but if you heard stabilization or maintenance, you might be like, what are we doing? Then? Like, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, is this a problem? Is my, right. my job in jeopardy? Like, mm-hmm. no, no, <laughs> no. No. So I think we need to be addressing our team. So I think part of this conversation that could be really cool also is, at least in my opinion, when we acknowledge that we're going into a stabilization or maintenance mode for BP, and you and I know what that uniquely means for us. I think that also kind of frees up for us to think, well, what do we also want to do outside of BP, like personally, either like within our relationships or within our bodies or within our homes or within other projects we want to work on or whatever. And it's kind of gotten me brainstorming just the last few days of like, what else I as a person want to be doing this year? And how is that going to be integrated into my work here? So have you thought about that? Do you have anything on your Uh, list? Yeah, you and I are so it's just funny sometimes. But yes, absolutely. (laughs) That has been high on my mind this year. And I actually sat my spouse down a couple of days ago and I was like, okay, so. Okay, buddy. (laughs) Buckle up. No, Um, (laughs) I said, you know, for so long, it's been checking these boxes and getting to this point. And we're at the point in our career, our business, our thing, like we have done a lot of the things we talked about dreaming of as like a young couple. And like, we're approaching 10 years being married. And I'm like, what do we want for this next phase of our life? Like in a lot of ways, I feel like we're starting a new chapter and it's an exciting one, but it's one that is for sure more long-term. Like I'm not necessarily trying to like get something done in two months. Like I'm trying to think about three to five years down the road. And at the same time, some of the things I dreamt about, like on the personal side, like some of those early dreams have faded, like, and that's totally normal and appropriate and all of those things. And so like, we need to reestablish what it looks like and what we're striving towards. And my spouse is very much a present minded person. And that's been a huge benefit in a lot of areas of my life. But as a future focused person, not having a vision for the future is like, alarming to my body and like all the things. And so I still don't know on the personal side, all the things we're wanting to do yet. There's a couple things like we did spend some time and I feel really good about it. Like talking about some bigger home projects and renovations that we want to strive towards. And we ran the numbers and like, I know what the business would need to do and what I would need like from a personal finance perspective to address those changes. So I feel like budgeting, I'm feeling good. And then the other side is like me as just me, you know, in a growth year, I'll be honest, it's really easy to forget what you need as a person because you're so focused on how everything else is all working together. And I was like, okay, I don't remember the last time I exercised. Like that's a problem to me. And so like I rejoined a gym, which I haven't done since 
pre-pandemic for a whole host of reasons. And I have a schedule I want to follow. And like, I'm not trying to go balls to the wall here. I'm just trying to take care of my body and like, you know, make sure I'm addressing my personal needs. So yes is the answer. I don't have all of the thoughts on what I want it to look like aside from like, Oh, I think I want to go to the step class a couple times. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Kind of same. I joined a workout class again last year, the very Q3 of last year, because group classes is like the only thing that actually holds me accountable to do stuff. I will 100% be the snoozer and sleep in and skip a workout all of the time if I can. But if it's a group thing that I've registered for and I took a spot, I will always go. So that's been great. I signed up for Pilates again, which I've done before and very much enjoy it. So I'm maintaining that. I would like to, I'm doing like the eight classes a month right now. I would love to go up to the unlimited because I want to do more than eight classes a month, but I'm like having myself commit to eight a month first to like not wear myself out and to get used to it and all that good stuff. But it's the only thing that also gets me up in the mornings and like starts my day really early, which feels great. I'm absolutely gonna finish my book this year. Like that's 100%. I wrote it last year and then got edits and I started revisions and then just stopped, but I'm committed to finishing that this year and actually publishing it. We have a couple of house projects, not a ton. And I think we want to, I don't know, do a fun flip this year. My dad's a real estate agent and is pretty handy. And we've always wanted to kind of see what that would be like. So maybe we'll do that this year. And I'm also traveling a lot, like a lot, a lot. Only one actual vacation. Well, not even really because it's a family vacation. Like my parents and brother and us, not just me and Brian. And everything else is like a concert or a girl's trip or a wedding. Two weddings. And so maybe an actual vacation this year. But yeah, just kind of checking things off, really. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I will say it's been good, you know, when last year we knew we were in a hiring phase and we had added some team members last fall. And then this time last year, we were doing a lot of planning, like for a full year. Like, no, it wasn't the way you think it would be and that we were like nitpicking launch dates. It was literally we were addressing when we would be out of office. And so knowing all of that, part of me being now not all of it is on the calendar and all the things but like I know that that worked so well for us that I am like thinking what do I want the rest of the year to look like in terms of me time and time off and you know doing some of that stuff well in advance because it's especially as I've personally started picking up more calls, you know, in the past, it'd be like team calls, and then I would just reschedule things. But since I have discovery calls and like, sales calls and other things, my calendar is more like, open and available, which is great. But also, I have to like, block my time further in advance than I'm used to. And so being really intentional about all of that going into this year, but it's exciting, like, because we're so much on the same page, it's helpful to see like you talking about your book. I'm like, "Mm, I really wanted and still want to do the stuff with my children's book series. And so like, how serious am I going to take that? And But also like, because it's what we're calling the sustainability maintenance year, I'm trying to do it all with a lens of like, don't overcommit yourself and like, do what's going to fill you up and like make you feel good, but not to the point where you're like all of a sudden overbooked all over again. Cause the easy thing to do, at least the pattern I've personally fell into is like, if the business is really growing, then I'm doing less for myself. And then I have this like catch up period or then I'm doing more for myself, but it can almost be in the reverse where like you overcommit your personal self and your personal life to things. And 
I want to like have this like blend and balance and like, it's not about fucking work life balance. That's not what I'm talking. I mean, it is what I'm talking about, but it's, I don't like the traditional way of thinking about that. It's not necessarily X hour of the day is committed to this thing and whatever. It's making sure I still have those moments of literal space where I'm not obligated to anyone else. I can choose in the moment how to spend that time because it's really easy to like schedule every minute of your day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to lean into a little bit of time blocking this year and I'm going to like just probably just do it on paper. I saw this really cool planner. I didn't end up buying it because I always have high hopes for myself about like a physical planner. And I'm like, I'm going to use it for like January, February, and then I just won't use it for the rest of the year, but I can use the concept. And if the concept sticks, then maybe I end up buying it for next year or something, but I'm just going to test the concept. And they had the planner laid out in a really unique way that I, I did think would be very helpful for me, where it was, you saw a month at a time, but then within that month were inserts for that week. Oh, so we you saw could, the same TikTok. You saw, yep. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's been served the same ad. And so I like looked at it and zoomed in on it and see like, how is this structured? But then they made a reel on like different ways that you could use that week planner. And someone did time blocking, but in a different way where they literally highlighted like AM, midday, PM and then just like filled stuff in, or they did work in the first half, personal in the second half, or you could vice versa, it doesn't matter. But I really like that idea of like sticking to my Google calendar for appointments, but then literally like personal and work time blocking of like, what is my priority for work? And what is my priority personally for a week, a day, a month, a quarter, whatever, just to kind of keep myself accountable for not accountable, but like, I think it's really silly to go Monday through Friday and you only achieve all of these things for work. And then like you feed yourself and you sleep. That feels like a bummer to me. And so I want to do more than that for myself. Right. I get that. I think I struggle with like what the transparency needs to be for stuff like that. Not that I'm like worried about anyone at work needs to know every waking minute of my day. But I also just want to, I want to model behavior I want to see from my team too. Well, we've talked about that, like creative space, creative time where we talked about, do we structure that? Do we just have that on Fridays? Do we do a workshop? Do we do this? Whatever. And I kind of see that serving as that for me a little bit, because I 100% know that like, when I take the time I need to be creative or achieve something for myself and switch my brain to a different task, I get re-inspired to do different kinds of work. And I know for me that that works, that it, if I lean into that, the better I will be in all of the categories and not just one. So really, I think figuring out what does that actually mean for you, knowing that inadvertently it will cause you to be better in all the areas and not just one. Yeah, I know for me that time blocking, I got really into it last year on my calendar. And I want to continue to do that because especially when I want and need to accomplish what even if it's personal or business, if I need to accomplish tasks, like I have to physically block my calendar so that yeah, yeah. I don't have appointments that accidentally pop up for sure with you you're going to have way more pre-scheduled things and you're going to know more of like what a week looks like at a time. Whereas I could have someone schedule a meeting for tomorrow. And so like, I would want 
and need to block certain things so that I can accomplish what I need to accomplish. But that's worked really well for me. I've done a mix of like blocking and saying what that time means versus like kind of keeping it vague and open. Sometimes I just put no meetings so I could like, you know, I want to maybe cut out 30 minutes early and go to the gym or whatever. So I'm still figuring out like how specific I get on that because my calendar is public and available to our whole team. But I'm also like not here to hide anything. Like if you want to know, I'm going to the gym, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So, well, and that's like Brian told me he wants to ride more this year. Like we have a Peloton and it's right outside his office. And I said, I honestly think you just have to schedule it, like sign up for a class and then pretend like you're fully committed to going to that class and then block your calendar. Like that's all that it, that's what I do. Well, (laughs) and the thing is I am for anything, like I am very loyal to my calendar. Uh huh. Like it is one of the few things that like, if I say it, it will happen. Like, (laughs) like sticky notes, like. I may look at it for a time and then forget it exists. And so, but the calendar is something that I have notifications on for and I check daily and like have a routine around and it's really worked well for me. So that I will continue to do. I did download a new time blocking app that like syncs with Google Calendar, but I haven't tried it yet. I'm like, a little bit overwhelmed because I don't think they have a desktop version, but so I will see if it ends up becoming a thing. I will definitely let y'all listening know, but I'm excited. I will say for those of you who are nosy about what is coming, because it's so funny at the end of last year, we had our coaching calls with our incubator clients and for sure the last one, maybe two They were just asking questions about our year, which is so funny. And so I'd love to provide a little bit of transparency. I'm excited about this year specifically because we, in addition to like refinement and growing one new kind of area, I will say all of it is so in alignment with our mission of our company And we've always been so focused around financial literacy and helping more women in business understand their numbers and understand how that affects every area of their life and making sure they're setting themselves up for success at home and the future of their business, creating more of that sustainability. And it really feels like, like I said, a new chapter where like we're growing into this next stage in our business where the version that comes out of this is likely going to be the version that you see for the next five, mm-hmm. 10, 15 years. Yep. Yeah. We had a conversation when we were kind of planning and I said something like, you know, it kind of bums me out that we've worked really fucking hard creating this incredible thing. We poured a lot of time and energy and money into it. And when we decide that we want to pivot or we're done or we want to do something else that like, it's just kind of it like lights out. That's it. And I know we've impacted, I mean, literally tens and tens of thousands of people, potentially millions of people, honestly, like it's bananas to me. And I just like, I wish that there was something a little bit more tangible. And so when we were kind of brainstorming of what that could look like, 
we came up with some really great ideas that we're going to be testing with a couple private clients early this year to see if it makes sense to roll out for everyone else. And it's something that, you know, truly building like a boss project legacy and something that can stand the test of time, so to speak, and be around for a long while is really exciting to us. And I'm excited for y'all to hear about it. And so many of you could participate in it if you need to and want to and just be paying attention to this space. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Like in a lot of ways, it's taking the ideas and concepts that we learned and have been thinking about and marinating on for the last year after revisiting Built to Sell. And like, while Emily and I have had many discussions, like we are not planning to exit anytime soon. But if you're focused on building a legacy, like part of that is giving the business enough legs that it can either run far past when you still have legs to run. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Whether that ultimately means shifting from operator to owner only or selling or selling parts of the business or whatever. Like there's just absolutely things we have to address if we're going to set ourselves up for future success and potentially early retirement because I definitely think while Emily and I are both in our mid thirties, you know, I'm not necessarily waiting until I'm 65. Absolutely <laughs> fucking not. Like, what? What? No. <laughs> like no. we're talking like I'm already ready to retire. And so we're I'm talking like, another like 10, maybe mm-hmm. 15 years of work. Definitely not 30. <laughs> if this break showed me that I could enjoy retirement life, then I need to start working on that now because I'm uh-huh. going to be ready, ready. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So <sighs> stick around. Yeah. We're excited to continue to take you on this journey like we've always done. And if you have any questions whatsoever about things behind the scenes or you just want to be nosy Nelly or you have a topic idea that you want us to cover on the show, please don't hesitate to reach out over on Instagram at Boss Project. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.